Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we resume our study of Paul's epistle to the Ephesians. Our text for this week is found in chapter 6, verses 10 through 12. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. Please listen to Pastor Harris as he delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, This is War, Part 2. You know, we dealt with the fact that um, the Y2K bug was going to end Western civilization as we know it. Did you know that Barack Obama was born in Kenya? Did you know that cell phones cause brain cancer? You see the one this week? The, the guy just got a 40-some million dollar judgment against him for promoting the theory that the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre didn't happen. Well, at least one got debunked. And now, this has gone into hyperdrive, which by the way is myth. Um, there's a whole new avalanche of conspiracy theories that continue to wash over us connected to the COVID-19 era. And it doesn't help that, here's a secret for you, the Chinese government tells lies. Our own Centers for Disease Control has switched positions and changed courses several times along the way. And would you believe the World Health Organization is actually politicized? There is a bunch of nonsense out, of there, out there. There is a bunch of confusion. Who wants people to think you can't trust anybody? Satan. Or else you just might wind up trusting God. And he will hate you for it. Now, it's... Um, it's not hard to spot conspiracy theories. Oh, but they're so tasty. You know, and, and people love to speculate, and then they love to research, but their research tends to always find the ones that reinforce their speculation. And I will never research anything on uh, the internet without also going and researching what well, is there any bias here? Is there any contrary evidence here? And you just might find out that, um, oh, that was just bunk. Um, here's how to, spot some, how to spot a conspiracy theory, help you stay on track. Ask yourself, how many people would have to be in the know and perfectly keep this secret and not one of them ever change their story or reveal evidence. Almost every conspiracy, conspiracy theory falls apart on that one. I mean, you can't keep a surprise birthday party a secret for a week in your family or your office, but you can keep a worldwide conspiracy silent, covered up completely. 
Or another one. When an obscure expert is quoted. Um, you can probably just save yourself a bunch of time right off that subject. It's not going to be productive for you. If it really is an expert, the name will be there. The credentials will be there. The connections to the research will be there. And someone else will have checked the research and confirmed it. That's how the scientific method actually works. There was a, there was a big one that was circulated in the height of the COVID panicdemic, you know, when all we could do was stay home and look at our computers and listen to spirit, conspiracy theories. There was one that came, it came by about four or five times to me, and it came from some people that I actually respected, and it, but it was all based upon work from a Stanford researcher, and it was hard to find who that person was, but I eventually found it, and it turned out there either is no such person, or if there is such a person, that person was never associated with Stanford University. I mean, putting Stanford University on your research, that, that, that's a pretty, you know, credible sort of thing, unless it happens to be fraud. And watch out anytime there is a person who claims to know something that isn't known. One of the, one of the most common one is, we know about this thing, and we know that only a very small percentage of cases is reported. Would you think about that for about a millisecond? If it isn't reported, if there's no record of the cases, how do you know what isn't known? That's sort of a problem, isn't it? And we have that all the time. First major heresy that faced the church was Gnosticism. Salvation by knowledge. You have this, these levels of knowledge, and if you've achieved this level of knowledge, you know the secrets. And oh, poor dear, I'm sorry you don't know the secrets, but we know what you don't know. Well, how do I know that you know what I don't know? See, that proves that you don't know it. Look, who would want people to think that moronically? Satan. I don't care about all those specific little conspiracy theories, but who would want people to think in that ridiculous fashion? It would be somebody who, want, who wanted people to think there's no way to actually know the truth. You see, I actually do have a, a point here that there's one ultimate conspiracy. Satan has declared war on us. John 8, you are of your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. The world says, you're basically good. You were born innocent. We were all born perfect. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There is none righteous, not even one. The world says you want to really know truth, dig deep, look inside, 
follow your heart. God says the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Out of the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, slanders. The world says man's ingenuity and his scientific progress built upon a denial that God is the creator, that they're going to make things better. Well, the Bible says evil men and impostors will proceed from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. That's 2 Timothy 3. That's leading up to the second coming of Jesus kind of stuff. So the world says you need to learn to love yourself before you can truly love others. God says, I understand you. You are totally in love with yourself. So now would you grow up and love your neighbor with the same fervor that you love yourself? There is a massive conspiracy in play in the world. Satan is the head of it. And we are called to think in a manner completely differently. Remember, as we read through Proverbs, those, you know, uh, three things that are this and four are that or six are this and seven are that. Remember the, the list of the things that God hates and the pinnacle of that is sowing discord among the brethren. Satan must just sprain something with how hard he smiles when he can get Christians to fight with each other over whether there's a conspiracy about a vaccination. Okay, did I step on some toes? They ought to be stepped on. Don't fight about things that aren't the truth. Don't let anybody get between you and a brother or sister in Christ. Having done everything, stand firm. And God has provided us with everything we need to defend ourselves against this onslaught, to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. And now next week, I'm not just going to make you feel lousy about all the stuff that you wonder if you can believe now. We're going to put on our armor. And we're going to see what God has provided for us. Because, my friends, this is war. The moment you came to Christ, you fell into the crosshairs. There is an enemy who hates you and everything good in your soul, hates the Christ that you love, hates the word that you believe. So let's stand firm. Heavenly Father, thank you for your marvelous grace in Christ. You've told us that you will, through Christ, that you are able to make us stand. And you've told us that having been justified, we stand firm in your grace. It is in your grace that we stand. And as we stand there, we are sanctified, made more and more like your Son day by day. Father, Give us the, the healthy distrust of things in the world. Give us the unshakable trust in your word. Give us discernment to understand the difference. Give us kindness and compassion as we speak with people in the world, knowing that they are not our enemy. They are the captives of the enemy of our souls. And above all, Father, put the wonderful words of the gospel of Jesus Christ on our lips and bring us to many opportunities to speak it in love. For we pray in Jesus' name, amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.